Hello, everybody, and welcome to Burn After Reading. Hello, a very warm welcome to you guys. I'm Robin Hill. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Nice for you to be listening today. And I'm joined by my partner, my partner in crime. He's a special writer and he's a special friend, <laughs> Philip Leacos Corbett. Hello. Hello, Robin. How are you doing? All right. Yeah? Yep. Just all right? Yeah, fine. You know, I, um, I'm glad we managed to sort this place out in the end. Yeah, so... We've been traipsing around. You know, let the audience in on, like, where are we? Um, um, what, we are today, unlike uh, usual, we're in the chapel on Chapel Market. The Chapel Bar. Mm, the mm. Chapel Bar. We're not the Joker, our usual haunt. It sounds a bit upmarket for us, doesn't it? Is, it is, I think. We've got the Champagne Bar, actually. We're in the Champagne Bar. Did you notice that? This is what this is. Yeah, it's it's nice as well. Like, uh, I bet they fix you a nice um, champagne cocktail. Beautiful. Uh, maybe a mimosa uh, yep. in the Saturday sort of brunch sort of times. It's a it's a really nice place. Lovely uh, terraced outside. Yeah, we're going to use the roof terrace in a bit, aren't we? Yeah. For what? For whatever we want. Cool, cool. We might take it out there. We can't, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, I was thinking it would have been cool to do an alfresco <laughs> pod. An alfresco oh, pod. alfresco pod. An alfresco pod. Um but yeah, unfortunately, the noise is just awful. It's it would be too bad. Um, it's right next to the road, but I think in here it's all right. You might be able to hear the slight humming of a fridge, but don't let that put you off. Um, the dulcet tones of myself and Phil. Um, mm. we've got I feel like I sound sexier talking into a mic. Doesn't it feel nice? Yeah. So I feel like my voice has become has more gravitas all it, of a sudden. I think I think you look more confident. Am Your I, body. Yeah. I've never seen you so upright. <laughs> Um, yeah, should I take the hood down? Yeah, take the okay. hood down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad for radio. No yeah. one even knows you're wearing a hood. Well, now they do. So Clever. that's good for radio. Should we, um, are we going to explain what the podcast is? Are we going to accept that everyone knows by now? No, we should explain what the podcast it's burn is. It's off the reading. We each write scripts uh, that we don't share with the other one. And then we, today, read it through together, give each other roles, and we talk about them. Uh, dissect their meaning. And the experience we both had together. That is succinct, it's, uh, concise, and it's well told. Exactly. Unlike the scripts we're about to do. Oh, yeah. Quite <laughs> yeah. Should we uh, get on with it? Let's begin. And uh, who do you want to start with? Personally, I feel like you want to save the best till last. And I'm, I'm signifying you're the best. Okay. So maybe I, we, me go first. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I like the praise. Yeah. But I would say one thing. Go on. My script is going to require a lot of energy. And I think maybe... Do you think that's good to start with then? I, look, either we get warmed up with yours and then we really have to strain ourselves with this or we use more energy now. It's just like I was explaining to Robin before this begins. There are a lot of characters in mine. <laughs> uh, it's going to be an absolute shit show. Um, and a lot of accents. Which I'm, um, but I'm I've always been bad look, at. Look, your uh, script, Coma Crimes... Oh, yeah, Coma Crimes. By Robin out. John Hill. Uh, is on top, so let's start with that. Cool, let's start with that. Uh, so, um, what do you need to know about this script before we start? I wouldn't say too much. You're playing one character, Phil. Ross one character. Great. You've only got one job. Just do it right, okay? I'll do it fine. And your name is Frank Grizzard. Grizzard. Yeah, Grizzard. Great. Frank Grizzard. He's like a, I'd say um, he's, a, he's a cop, jaded, hardened. In his in his fifties or somewhat, which you will nail. And he's got a five o'clock shadow. 
exactly i'm gonna make that come across in my voice you have to perfectly otherwise i'm gonna be very upset um that's all you've got so um without further ado <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen this is coma crimes Interior, abandoned theme park, night. Lieutenant Frank Grizzard, 50s, hardened, five o'clock shadow, skulks around an abandoned theme park with his partner, Officer Dwayne Portson, 20s, ambitious, charismatic. Their glocks are out, armed and ready as they enter. Interior, haunted house, night. Ooh, spooky. You enjoying the haunted house, Lieutenant? Yeah. Haunted House is my middle name, partner. But you should really be watching your own back. Frank kills an enemy in the shadows. Instead of running your mouth. <laughs> nice shot, Lieutenant. You still got it, even with 30 plus years in the service. You never lose it, Portson. I was killing scumbags before you were even born. Yeah, 1991. I remember like it was yesterday. Look out! Portson pulls out a second pistol and rattles off around at another hide goon. Impressive, Portson. Here endeth the lesson. <laughs> some people are born to run. Some people are made to fight. All I know is I was destined to protect and serve. Hell yeah. They high five. Now come on, let's go get your wife back. The two work in perfect tandem, strafing from side to side, covering each other's backs and riding the teacups. <laughs> Those teacups were wild. Anyway, enough fun. Let's move, partner. Interior, Hall of Mirrors, night. Whoa. Wait a minute. It looks like... Don't let your eyes fool you, Portson. We're in a Hall of Mirrors. Trust me. I've seen it all before. <laughs> they weave carefully through the mirrored hall when they come across a lamp with an orange luminous glow hanging from the ceiling. Sitting underneath, with hands tied, is Gloria. There she is, Lieutenant. Your wife, Gloria. I've got eyes, don't I? But hold back a second. Something smells like a fishy, very fishy trap to me. Hmm, <laughs> I can smell the fish too. Suddenly, a voice echoes and emanates from the darkness. Grizzard! Bastille, French, villainous, dressed as a ringmaster, appears in every mirror. Roll up, roll up, welcome Frank Grizzard to your grand finale. Always had you pegged for a guy who loves the look of his own reflection. Ah, 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 Lieutenant. You're in my world now. One wrong move. And your petty filou gets it. You crazy son of a... You reap what you sow, Lieutenant. When you closed down my beautiful theme park and took away my gorgeous teacups, you ruined my life. I have to admit, the teacups were fun. But your birth <laughs> is with me, bastard. It's Bastille, you proud American hero. Hey... If it walks like a bastard, talks like a bastard, and looks like a bastard, then that's what I'm going to call it. Hmm. 
Looks like it's an eye for an eye then, Lieutenant. Say goodbye to your lovely wife. Gloria! No! But it's Portson who raises his two pistols and scatters bullets across the mirrors. <laughs> Silly little boy. Looks like you missed. Did I? All the mirrors shatter and break, leaving Bastille out in the open. Merde. Portson nails Bastille in between the eyes. Frank rushes to Gloria's side. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, you okay, baby? I'm so sorry, baby. I never let, meant to let this happen again, baby. <laughs> okay, baby. Talk to me, baby. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me take this gag out of your mouth. Frank, my love, it isn't over. You have to wake up. What? Gloria shot dead. Portson? How about that for a double cross? But why, Portson? Why? You think Bastille had an idea what was really happening here? <laughs> he was just a patsy, a pawn, a nuisance. To get what I wanted, I had to get rid of you both. Don't do this, Portson. Here endeth your life. Porson shoots Frank. Interior hospital ward, day. We hear the beeping of a heart rate monitor until Frank wakes up in, ho in a hospital bed. What's going on? Standing over him is police chief Tara O'Malley, a six foot two beautiful boss bitch. <laughs> Relax, Grizzard. You're in one of your famous comas. Chief? Time is of the essence, Grizzard. Is Bastille a perp? I'm too old for this shit, Chief. <laughs> Slipping in and out of comas to predict... <laughs> I'm too old for this shit, Chief. Slipping in and out of comas to predict future crimes is a young man's game. Damn it, Grissard. You do it because you're the best. Now tell me, where is Bastille? We, we had it all wrong, Chief. It's not Bastille we're after. It's Potson. <laughs> Smashed to black. Uh, and I that's mean, it. Great. Smashed to black. Um, I've never seen a script end with smashed to black before. That's something I'm going to bring in for all the following podcasts. I feel like if you really hammer the ending down with smashed to black, yeah. you can see it, can't you? Cinematically, the scene's happening. Yeah. You know, Frank's in bed. He's lying there. And, you know, maybe he's, he, well, he looks like he's just woken up from a coma because he has. Yeah. But he looks rough as hell. Yeah. And he says this final line, it's Portson. Smash oh, yeah. to black. Can you imagine it? Like it, I can imagine ed it. The edit. I can imagine and, it perfectly. And the, the music itself, if it was in the scene, would completely... Yeah, go. I, mean, I mean, it's not my biggest question. Oh. Oh, good. I guess my... What did you think? <laughs> I guess my biggest question would be, is Gloria real? Mm. That's a very interesting question. Mm. So, you notice how Gloria didn't really come up in the, uh, after he woke up. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought I was trying something quite nifty there. Uh, are you familiar with the, you know, the Max Payne series? <laughs> uh, no, actually. Okay, well, it plays a lot with, you know, what's real, what's fancy, what's a dream, what's substance. And I was going for a similar thing in this script. So up until this point, you still don't know 
whether Gloria is real or not. Okay, so what's the crime that he's solving? Um, so the crime is, um, thank God you asked that, <laughs> because uh, the crime for most of the film has been uh, a number of um, parts. Oh, it's a film, <laughs> is it? Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a film. Oh, right. And it's smashed to black at the end. Smashed to black before the... Is this the, the start? The, no, no, no. Smashed to black before the, the next scene. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know how big this scene is. Oh, right, okay. It's, um, it's not, you know, it's about three quarters of the way through the film. Smashed to black and you're like... And you, you really want the audience to go, what? Yeah, is this a TV show? But no, but if you're sitting in the... What? No, but if you're sitting in the cinema, you know it's not a TV show. You don't watch TV shows yeah, in the cinema. Yeah, you might be confused if it smashes to black halfway through it. Yeah, but it comes back in again. It smashed okay. to black before it, you know, it fades back into shot. Okay, I see. It's not, it's not a TV show. Okay. It's not a TV show. I'm right. not, I'm, well, I'm not pitching it. If someone wants to give it to me as a, you know, six-part thriller, okay, but, you know. That's the way I see it. You see it as a TV show. I see this as the fourth episode in a six-part thriller. Seriously? That's how I see it. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, and it, it's thrilling enough to be um, a series on Look, ITV. I, mean, I don't mean it offensively, because what I mean is I was genuinely thrilled by it. Yeah? So thrilled that I wanted a serial. You, mm. you get me? I don't want this to be a two hours of my life and fuck, gone, okay. Hey. I want to I worry about this for weeks and say, when's the next ep? Well, the thing is, the great thing about um, cinema, what I love about cinema... Is that you get the whole package. <coughs> so you get you still get the smashes to black, that moments of say what? But then but then you get the next episode. You really wound up for that. I yeah. like that. Say what? Say but, what? Say what? But then you get the next episode right away. That's okay. what I really love about cinema. But I'm not saying that this can't be sequeled. It certainly can. It certainly can. Premise, hello, there's a guy, Frank oh. Grizzard, hardened cop. He slips in and out of comas <laughs> to solve future crimes. Oh, it's so good. Wait, so this crime hasn't even happened? This crime hasn't even happened. So this is like Minority Report. Thank you. Meets Time Cop. Yes, meets uh, Memento. And I'm glad you said Memento. Did you say Memento? No. No, uh, I said Memento. Yeah, but, you, uh, yeah. you, you had that in the, <laughs> <laughs> but it in is, the back. No, but it, you're, you're right. It is like Time Cop meets Minority Report. I was thinking a lot about Minority Report when I was when I was writing this, because, yeah. you know, Steven Spielberg's a big fan of mine. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm a big fan of his. And he's probably a fan of mine. Who knows? So, uh, <laughs> Frank slips in and out of comas in yeah. order to solve crimes that happen in the future. Yeah. In the future, his partner, Portson, is going to kidnap Frank's wife. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She so hasn't <laughs> been kidnapped yet, though. Yeah, well... So what happens after this? Well, uh, I don't want to spoil, like, this is really getting into, like, the flurry of action and, like, there's, there's going to be huge uh, cinematic sequences of, like, gore and sort of punishment. <laughs> and gore, and punishment. <laughs> gore and punishment. Hey, this is coma crimes. Yeah. I'm not talking about PG-13, Phil. No, no, no. Yeah. We're talking 18. Content warming. Yeah. Gore and punishment. There might be dicks in this. Uh -huh. um, you know, 18, it has to be 18. Yeah. The BBFC can't brand something under 18 if there might be an erect penis in it. <laughs> there might be. There might they, be. Yeah. It's insinuated Well, he a lot. doesn't know what he's going to see when he slips into that coma, <laughs> Exactly. Does he? And, you know, at times during doesn't the... Know what's <laughs> gonna, he doesn't know what's going to slip into him while he's in... Oh! <laughs> he doesn't know what's going to come up. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's a lot of... <laughs> a very slippery situation. Yeah, and um, I don't know, call me, call me old-fashioned, but I love the premise. Yeah. I, I, I fell in love with it when I came <laughs> up with the idea. 
And um, I just thought, what a rad idea. Rad. You know, Rad's the word. Minority Report had its time. Yeah. But I think what Spielberg was trying to do was have a guy <laughs> slip in and out of comas to solve crimes. <laughs> And he couldn't quite figure out how to do that. Because so he wrote a completely different <laughs> yeah, film. He wrote a completely different film in the end. Because he couldn't figure out exactly... How to have a guy <laughs> slip in and out of comas. Yeah. Succinctly. Yeah. And, and it, uh, for it to work. I yeah. mean, this sounds like a very fishy... <laughs> a very fishy trap indeed. Yeah, fishy one, trap of his, indeed. one of his catchphrases yeah. throughout the film. Oh, does he? He uses that a lot, does he? This sounds Why like does a it very smell so fishy? fishy trap. Were they in some sort of... Fish warehouse? No, I think that's a dig um, at Bastille, uh, the Frenchman. Um, he uh, smells like fish. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just one of the things that grinds Bastille's gears. He doesn't smell a fish. No. And it, But it's just a shot. Does you he know, want... Does he what? Does he want to smell like fish? Uh, maybe. Probably. Who knows why he's angry? That, like, that might be a What's motivation. Yeah, what the fuck is... Ba- so who's Bastille? <laughs> Bastille used to run the theme park. He used to be the ringmaster. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Bastille used to run a theme park. Yeah. That Grizzard closed down <laughs> in another coma dream of the film. So he's in a coma dream. And uh, him and his partner, Portson. Dwayne Portson, went to the theme park that uh, Bastille runs yeah. and accused Bastille of kidnapping his wife. Yeah. But it turns out that Portson is the one. So Bastille had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I think what what you're starting to see is that, um, and <clears throat> I'll refer to a, a line in the script where Portson says he was just a patsy, a pawn, a nuisance. To get what I wanted, I had to get rid of you both. Oh, he stitched him up, right? Eh? Stitched them both up. See, um, the way um, the way it plays out in the film is that uh, Portson you know, comes to uh, Bastille and, you know, Bastille is still raging that Grizzard shut his beloved theme park. Yeah. And, um, and they get, he ports and goes, you know, I want to stitch this guy up too. Right, I see. So they team up, but, you know, ports and double cross. Man, he's double crossing <coughs> everyone. Yeah, That's he's a double cross. cross bro. I mean, it might be the most crosses in a film. <laughs> uh, apart from... But wait, if he can see the future, he knows that all of these crosses so are yeah, happening. What's that film? Wait, hold up. How's it a double cross if he's already solved the crime before it even happened? Well, you know, people say you can't change your fate. Oh, I see. It's one of those. It's one of those. And uh, what, what you will see uh, throughout a lot of the film is um, the, the crime being solved exactly like it does <laughs> in the coma. Right. So it plays out almost exactly the same. So he just same. sees it, and, but it, it's like, man, what's that one uh, with Denzel Washington where he gets into a fridge and travels back three hours at <laughs> a time? That's not a film. <laughs> it is a film. Sorry, say that again. It's, it's What's Den- that film where what? <laughs> say it again. Denzel Washington gets into a fridge. And Denzel travel- Washington <laughs> gets into a fridge and, and travels three hours back in time. That's not a film. It's a film. That's not a film. It's called, it's to do with saving a ship that gets blown up. I, oh, fuck. This is coming. Man on fire? Full circle. No, I watched inside that Inside man. Day. I don't know. Is oh. he inside a fridge? Man on fire. <laughs> Manchurian candidate. Inside man. Are man they, alive. These don't. Is man alive a film? No, no. But he did. He did. I trust me. This is a film. The the CIA somehow found out a way through satellites to send people three hours back in time. What? It, this is a film. I, I wish I could remember the name of it for you right now. 
This doesn't. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. He gets the, inside the film, a fridge. The film is called Deja Vu. And you're going to dub that over later with the actual name of the okay, film. Okay, I, I actually don't mind doing that because that's yeah. quite a lot of fun. Yeah, but it's it, genuinely this is a film. It, it's the complete, like, as stupid as it sounds. When you say fridge, is it like frozen in time? Look, it's not actually a fridge, but it's basically a fridge. Okay. It's like a I microwave. I feel that's where I'm getting Maybe confused. It's more like a microwave. Microwave? <laughs> Which isn't a fridge. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, it isn't. But you, an appliance. A okay, a kitchen, almost, a kitchen appliance. Almost like a white, uh, white good. <laughs> um, so, sorry, how did Denzel come into it? He... Oh, it's, it's a bit like that, so, yeah, whatever so, you're talking about. Yeah. I don't really know. I can't answer it. So, the thing I haven't the Because I haven't had the coma about you it You haven't yet. had the coma. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't seen this in your coma. I haven't seen this in my coma, so... Oh, so this is the thing. So, I guess, <laughs> I mean, this might solve some of the plot holes. Um, so, I guess Frank... <laughs> Frank doesn't see everything in his comas, just nope. some things. Some things. Blips. What I'm Chips. Hey. Bli- Scenics. <laughs> what I'm saying is, and I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm reading between the lines here. Yeah. Does he maybe see something maybe seven days in the future? Sure. And while he's in the coma, he only sees those corresponding seven days in the future for those hours. Uh-huh. Everything around that. You got it, Phil. Oh, my God. You got it. You, he doesn't Absolutely know what he's going to see and when. Yeah. He goes into a coma in mind that they're trying to find something. Does he go clue. in voluntarily or he just slips? Uh, so that is... Slippery dicks. So that is uh, a bit of a problem. So to, to go into comas, he has, he has to have horrible head injuries. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So this is why he's so hardened and grizzled after all these years because he's suffering from a lot of brain damage. Mm. And, you know, the next That's one... That's why he might, says it's a young man's game. Yeah, because it is. Slipping in and out of comas is man, this a is young like man's a, game. This is almost like an, an indictment on, like, the NFL. 100%. And head, head trauma. I wouldn't say it's not a nod to the NFL. Oh, you fucking did, not <laughs> But it's... Um, it, you know, it, it pulls a lot of strings. It, it's, it's talking about American culture. It's talking yep. about the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's talking about the police force in general. Yep. How are we treating those boys, our heroes? I mean, not the ones in America, <laughs> but uh, they're still heroes. But the other ones. <laughs> but the other ones, you know, our ones. Yeah. Great um, minority report there. So, no, that wasn't a uh, minority report. Uh, no, that was... Coma Crimes. <coughs> coma Crimes. By Robin John Hill. Thank you very much, Phil. Thank you. Um, no, thank you, Robin, for sharing that with me. I'm... <laughs> I, I can see criticism coming. I feel no. I feel. You you feel what? I feel like I may have seen this before. Whoa! Segway. What do we got? What's the title, Phil? Uh, working title. We're in development of the scripts currently. Uh, is where we are. We. I'm. I'm in. Talks. It's just you, isn't it? I'm in talks with a few people. Why don't you get me on? And I could help. Hey, look, we'll talk, about, we'll talk about that after okay, this. Okay, all right. Okay, the, the film is called Firepower. Firepower. And it's a film. It's called Firepower. And it's a film. It's a film. I'll be the judge of that. Um, cool. Anything I should know before? Okay, there's a lot of characters that yep. we're going to have to work through interchangeably. Um, the uh, key characters that you're playing, Le Chat is French. Um, classic, classic French name. Classic French name. <laughs> the you'll, cat. You'll come to understand exactly why. Uh, Jenny Brown is a journo. Broad, isn't it? Yeah, Jenny Broad. <laughs> <laughs> Tall guy one just says nothing. Hattie Henshaw, play however you want. So I've got two girls uh, here. So George far. Cobbler and Saeed Slimani. Uh, I've given you a little bit of direction <laughs> Yeah, there. you have, thank you. And then it'll become very apparent how you play <laughs> Giuseppe's character. <laughs> I will talk about that afterwards. 
that's that's too good to talk about now. Um, so this is fire power. No, no, no. Sorry, this is fire power. Internal press room ship day. Oh no, fuck. Sorry, ship. It's not a ship. Yeah, why is that highlighted? Ship. Oh right. So why have you written it in the script? You'll see why that was left in there. It's a working title. Working. Hey, first draft. First draft's the first draft. Yeah. Look. Okay. Internal press room day. Uh, The room is a stir with journos flipping pads, scrunching paper, and moving seats. Sat next to promoter Mickey O'Dowd is Brian Roo-Raper Rooney. Two big gold belts in front of him. He's restless as he stares soullessly into the crowd. I, typical Frenchman, fucking probably wanking off a baguette. Momentarily, the door flies open. In slinks Francois Le Chat Duponnet. His trademark cigarette hanging from his lips. Cameras clack wildly into action. Sorry I am late. I was busy brushing Matilda's hair. You mention my wife again and we won't have to wait till the boat docks. It's funny. Each individual strand smells both of roses and purple sadness. Rooney launches himself at the chat. Mickey puts his body in the way. All right, lads. Save it for the ring. Le chat reclines in his seat and lights another cigarette. Now, we don't have long, so let's get on with it. Who's first? Yeah, you. You there with the nonce tash. Uh, James Callahan, The Times. This is actually for Movember. Grow up. Right, you over there, chubby. Uh. Frank Hargreaves, The Daily. Uh, This is the first time that a world title fight has been fought at sea. Can I ask why now? Because when I'm done with this, idiot, they can toss his bloody body straight into the sea. Chuckles from around the room. The only tossing you're going to be doing is in your grave when I have my fingers on the swall of Matilda's back and my tongue pressed against her midriff. Rooney is up again, Brian pushing him back. The shat blows smoke into the air. Oh, it's all so simple. All right, next question. You, legs there. Uh, Jenny Broad, <laughs> the Gazette. How have you trained differently to the account for the, for the rocking of the shit? Great question, Jenny. Lovely question. Well, my trainer, Desiree Jackson, has had me balancing on different shaped balls for hours at a time to perfect my inner ears. I would have thought... (laughs) I would have thought... (laughs) Practicing the voice. I would have thought that you'd have perfected the art of balancing on balls by now. Look, shut it up. Hold a pussy. Hold a pussy. Get on a little soft spot, eh? Mickey calms the shut down. Here, have another cigarette. 
Oh, you tall, skinny one at the back there. Yes, Jay. <laughs> Jay. No, not you. <laughs> what? The tall, skinny one next to you. Oh. Uh, Kieran Triangle. <laughs> uh, proud Man Magazine. You're both proud men. Can you tell me what moment you're most proud of and why? For me, it is the complicated matter. Pride? What is pride? Am I proud of my wins as a boxer? Of course, of course I am. Am I proud to represent my mother country of France? <laughs> yeah. But am, am I also proud of the children I could not have? Or the women I see sat by the lake in my dreams every night? Where does pride end? And I begin, Kieran. I, uh, I, I don't actually know. For me, the proudest moment was that time my little Dara clipped his first ranger in the backpack using only a pair of wrong bongs and a Jew Willop. Truly, <laughs> truly tear-jerking stuff there. Long pause. Right, uh, Blondie, go. Henshaw, HH and the high tide. I know you've not spoken publicly about it before, but what with this fight taking place on the sea... Would you be willing to talk now about how your son Darrow drowned? Ma Dara! <laughs> Daddy still loves you. Daddy still dreams of you, my boy. Not a, Not a day goes by where I don't wish it was me that died instead of you, my sweet, sweet boy. It is a very sad story. Terrible. Question. Jay Cobbler, Express. I was wondering whether you could tell us a little more about your nickname of Rue Raper. I raped a Rue. Right, final question. Uh, you there with the tan. God, Said Slimani, the new Arabian. Yes, I was wondering whether you stepped up your security in light of the recent rumours that the Algerians are planning to attack the ship. I'll take this one. The Italians have promised us their best men. And we have absolutely no doubts in their ability to protect these two prized fighters. Come rain or shine. <laughs> and if they do attack, they've got these two to deal with. He kisses his fists. Even the chat laughs. <laughs> Exterior, boatyard, Naples, Italy, night. Mario leads his specialist team out, uh, of boat engineers... <laughs> Through the, through the yard. It's uh, very uh, important uh, that uh, from uh, this point on, uh, all uh, comes a uh, private uh, channel. <laughs> you uh, comprehend uh, me? Eh? Si, si, Mario. Si, Mario. Si. <laughs> you uh, hear me there, uh, Giuseppe? Si, si, Mario. <laughs> Exterior boatyard, Naples, Italy, later. Giuseppe is skulking around a chain link fence. Mm. He checks his phone nervously. A clang, a hiss. Spins over here. It's about the time if they'd catch me around here and dead meat. You'll wait where I tell you, or you'll never see your kids again. You understand? He nods. Here, these are the plans. Uh, there are an opening on the fifth deck here. You'll have a five minute window when they'll uh, change uh, the guard. Good, uh, good. You have done well, Giuseppe. Once this is all over, you'll be reunited with your family. In hell! 
Mahmoud fires two shots clean into the back of Giuseppe's skull. Two Algerians emerge from the shadows and drag the Italian's body off into the night. Smash to black? Smash to black. If there's a smash to black, that's Is a smash the, that, to black. Yeah, well, I'm not saying there, cu- there can be more than one smash to black. Hey, there was three in there. I just didn't write them in. That was um, excellent. Really enjoyed that. Um, congratulations. Thanks, first, man. First of all. No, yeah. I mean, look, the deal, you know, it's, it's not been signed yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, so how far along are you in the process? We're, we're quite far in negotiations. The, look, we negotiations with whom? I d- it's, not, it's not. It's uncouth. I just want to start at the top, really. Okay. What inspired you to write uh, this film? Look, I was watching uh, an incredible video uh, from 2012. It's Tyson Fury giving an interview. I see. Uh, where he's talking about his potential combatant. And, look, I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh does, is a lot of this based on that Tyson Fury? It, none of it is, no. No. <laughs> no, I just liked the idea of what he said. Yeah. You like uh, the idea of that personality drumming it up. You see a lot of that in Rooney, Rue Raper. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Rue Raper, Rooney. Bri- Brian, <laughs> Rue Raper, Rooney. So he, he, raped, Ru- he raped a kangaroo. <laughs> he raped a kangaroo, yeah. Is he just, uh, is he a silly part in this film? Do you see no, him no, as no, like no. Um, a, oh, bit, no. a bit of a, like a meathead... He comes no. across a bit, you know, kind of two-dimensional, a bit... Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a lot more to him, let me tell you that much. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so what point in the film are we at? This isn't opening scenes, but we're talking early. We're talking early in no, the film. No, we're talking early. We're talking maybe this is page five. I think you can tell as well, because when I first started, when we first started reading it together, I was going like, this is a sports, heroic, sort of action That's thriller. That's what you feel. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. And then now, towards the end, there's something just, something humming. Mm, Smell that? There's something happening in mm, the background. Does it smell like Algerians? Does it smell like Algeria? I'm not sure you should say that. And actually, speaking of that, it's quite a racist script, isn't it? I wouldn't say it's racist. I mean, you dress up as you want, but before we even start the script, you went, you all know how to say his, you know how to speak his lines, because his name was Giuseppe. You didn't even want to tell me that he had an, an Italian accent. Because wrote, you just point I, to his name and said, you'll know how to say that. I mean, I li- look. The Frenchman's <laughs> called Le Chat. Look, look. Saeed Slimani. <laughs> I, 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 think you, I, I think there's quite a lot of stereotypes littered within the script. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it can kind of, it can kind of undermine the, the good work you're doing in other parts of the script. <laughs> look, um, here's, the, here's the thing. This script is really about people understanding that, yeah, we are different. And actually, if we all learn really like the fact that we're different, Embra- as well as em- the fact that we Embrace our differences. Embrace our differences, yeah, more that than really like the fact that we're different. Because <laughs> that could be misconstrued. You line them up, I'll knock them down, mate. Yeah, yeah. So if you do that, yeah. what you find is you, you have a Oscar-worthy film there. Do you think this is Oscar-worthy? Look, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying... You thought coma crimes were straight to TV, but... I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said that I would want more of it. Fair. Yeah. I think there will be a lot of buzz about this film, um, mostly through the performances. Because, I I mean, obviously, we're a bit limited in our performance because, one, we can't do any of the accents. Yeah. 
Um, your Australian was particularly <laughs> off. I actually forgot you were doing Australian. I, I only I remembered well. about um, three pages in where you practiced just before you said the line. You you actually whispered the line to yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I was doing that a lot earlier, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the casting, actually, I've got someone else lined up for it that's actually Australian. Someone actually lined up now. Well, look, can I you can't tell really us anything? I can't really talk about it. Okay. Well, it would be interesting to hear maybe like a name or two, or maybe just someone uh, that you kind of feel it relates to in real life. Maybe just give us something because I think it would give you know our audiences a lot of pleasure to hear like, oh, I've got it. You know, like. When pe- they said, like, the wrestler was Mickey Rourke, I think everyone went, yeah, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm buying into that. He's a big, strong guy, but he's a bit of a knucklehead. And he has been for a while now. But we can see him, okay. you know, following well, well, through I'll t- that role. I'll tell you I, this. I, I, I'm just saying. Hey, hey, who's leading the line right now for uh, uh, Rue Raper, Rooney? <laughs> is, uh, it was Wayne Graham. Wayne Graham? <laughs> Wayne Graham's leading the way, is he? <laughs> Wayne Graham. Can he... <laughs> Can you tell us anything about Wayne Graham? <laughs> no, you, I mean, look, you're I'm just. Sh- I'm sure our audiences don't need to be told who Wayne Graham is. No, no. <laughs> what, but what, if you could tell us a bit about him, maybe like what he looks like. This is. going to be. This is going to be the film that he's fighting. Like, that doesn't anything about Wayne Graham. Not that we need to be told because this is we're all first, familiar this with is Wayne the first Graham. Film, this is the first film that he's <sighs> going to be recognised for for his incredible versatility <laughs> as an actor. He's an unknown actor then. He's no, no, he's <laughs> yeah, very well known. He said this is the first he, film. He's been, he's been <laughs> very, very active as an actor before now. But is he one of those guys? <laughs> Wayne Graham being like, oh man, has he been like a stage performer? Oh, he's done a bit of stage, yeah. yeah he's he did a few music a videos. <laughs> How old is he? How old is Wayne Graham? Oh, he's, oh, he's, he must be 26. He's 26? 26, okay. That's a really middle of the road number as well. He's 26. I'm not writing this. Uh, yeah, well, I know. Uh, it's just Okay, that's really good to know that Wayne Graham's going to take the... Uh, what was the title again? Firepower. <laughs> Tell us about the title. How's the title look Okay, back? so here's the thing, right? And a bit of Wayne Graham after. <laughs> so there's a, there's a f- there's a fight for the championship belts on a ship. Never been done before. Huge. Because everyone was worried about stabilization of the um the pitch. What do you call it? The boxing ring. The pitch. The pitch. <laughs> yeah, the ring, yeah. Yeah, no, I meant the p- yeah, no I did. It I could be a wrong. pitch. Um No, they're not fighting on a pitch. So <laughs> they were talking about, so there's an it, it, there was always a thing how to be gyroscopically and make a fucking thing work like this. Is that something you really had to factor in when writing the script? <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. You just think fight at sea. Well, we don't we really need to go into the details about how this is going to work. Look, I, mean, I won't talk about production quite yet cuz like I said it's but yeah, we it's there's the things we've had to think about. Yeah, uh, firepower. Yeah, firepower. Oh, it's on a ship. It's a. It, so this is what what you don't understand. There's a bit of backstory that happens in pages before this, and you so see at it, the very start of the film. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it comes out throughout. That there's an impending war between the Italians and the Algerians. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, uh, that's a classic <laughs> war in films, isn't it? <laughs> the Italians. Oh, they're at it again. The impending <laughs> impending fight between the the. And uh, what's happened is they've decided the Italians, as a show of force, have been like, we're going to host 
the WBC and the WBA. Um, that is loads. Yeah, those two. <laughs> uh, the belt, IBF. Yeah, the IBF uh, and the IMF. <laughs> and the I, IVF. IVF treatment. Um, we're going to do all of that on this boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between Italy and Algeria. That's huge. And... Um, you can imagine if they did something like this in real life. Yeah, it would be a, a huge. We're not going to have to imagine for too much longer, though, Robin. I, I, I don't want to keep. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, okay. Are sorry. you linking to actually something that might be happening in real life? Linking hey, to look, this film. There's some stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. So, so the the I whole like idea: that. there's a war on the cusp of breaking out. Yeah. Yeah. They're hosting the unification. Well, it's not a unification bout, but there's a bout. Oh, right. The heavyweight bout. Right, between l- the Frenchman Le Chat yeah. and the Australian Rue Ray Perini. Who's played by? Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Graham. Wayne Graham. Graham. Wayne Graham. 26 yeah. year old Wayne Graham. Yeah. And uh, it's a show of force to the Algerians. And the Algerians obviously are offended by this. Right. So they are planning on sinking the ship. Now, obviously, the Italians don't want that to happen. No. This no, is their big show of force to the world. Yeah? Oh, yeah. First time they've been able to host something like this. And on sea. It's a huge deal. So the Algerians bring it out. It's a, it's look, it's it's a fucking situation is so what it is. It's just simmering at the moment. It's simmering at the moment, but there's a plan afoot. Right? Giuseppe has been embroiled, he's dead, he's gone, he's in the water. <laughs> Mahmoud El Ghazi, he's leading this up. The is, is is he gonna be an important character going forward? He is, and as are the boxes, by the way. Because what's gonna happen is well, can, yeah, can you tell me anything? Cause I can't really tell you much. Oh, come on, Phil. Like, I think people listening would love to know just maybe a bit. Give, uh, the, give, them, a, give them a little whisper of something. Come on. Give us something to, like, what, what's going to happen? Okay, look. So, we, what we do find out is how Dara, yeah. how he drowned. His son. Yeah. His baby boy. And it just so happens that he couldn't be there for his baby boy. But he could be there for Le Chat. Right. And he's got a decision to make. Does he save Le Chat? Does he save Le Chat? Does he save Le Chat? When things come to a head. Yeah. And this film is at boiling point. Boiling point. Literally. Because it's been Because the pipes have exploded yeah. on the ship. One of the nails is the psh. things have. Pew, yeah, yeah. And you can release see that pressure. And there's another. Psh. That the main moment in the film is is he going to save Le Chat? Will he? His rival. Yeah. His competitor. Yeah. I guess his nemesis, you would say. Absolutely, you would. And you'd know this from the previous five pages. Um, can I just go ahead and say that he does save him? He does? That I, I'm going to guess and say that he does save him. He does save him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. I mean, like, it's gearing up to the fact that they're bitter rivals. Yeah. And then the fact that, you know... Oh, there's a real redemption arc here. Yeah. 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 And then the two of them become, like, friends? They're like... No, no, no. They have to fight in the next film. The next film? Oh, there's another film. You already know there's going to be uh, Big another time. film. Big time. You think people are going to be you cashing in on this? Act, like, you don't get the likes of... Um, <laughs> Wayne Graham. Yeah, Wayne Graham. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get him involved unless you've got a trilogy on your hands. Uh, where's Wayne, Wayne Graham come from? Is he a friend? <laughs> Is he a friend of yours? He's an Australian. Yeah, but why, why is he in the film? I don't know where he went to school, man. <laughs> it's Wayne calling the shots. He's not calling the shots, but when you get a name like Wayne Graham... Have you got funding behind this? 
Wayne's dad put a lot of money yeah. behind. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I want to talk about Graham's career because I mean, I'm, like, I'm already infatuated. Look, I, these are my lips. Sealed. They're nice. Can't say anything. They're good Thank lips. You. They're but good I, can't lips. Say any, I can't say any more. His career... Look, all I can say is uh, create a bookmark folder in your browser now. Yeah, okay, I'm doing it. For doing it now. For um, Wayne. For all the tabs. Wayne Graham. Perfect. He's in there. Done. Um, just in case anything comes up in the future, and I can just it's, check. Yeah, it will automatically like go in there. Immediate what you're going to find is that the, it's going to be downloaded straight to your computer anyway, because yeah. he's. I think. Uh, are you Are you looking forward to the whole? choreography of everything like uh, taking place have you got someone on board that's going to be doing those sequences Wayne's looking after a lot of that stuff Wayne's looking <laughs> Wayne's taking care of it Wayne's looking he's <laughs> what I else mean, is Wayne doing behind the scenes because he's, he's doing a lot he's, of the he's, directing he's the main, as well, he sounds like the main character his dad's funded the film and he's also sorting out all the fight scenes it, it, it sounds like he's you're relinquishing a lot of control to Wayne Wayne look, Graham I mean look when unknown you, actor when you have a guy like Wayne Graham in the room, it's it's just you know he's got a real presence. <laughs> and he's fat. He's fat. He's six foot nine. Of course, he's got presence. What, I, what, give me a credit. What's he been in? What's he the been butterfly in? Butterfly Effect. He was in the butterfly. That Ashton Kutcher film. No, he was in. That. How did you come up with that so quickly? He was in it. I just. He was in the Butterfly been, Effect. Yeah, I've been working <laughs> closely. What was it? Who was he in the Butterfly Effect? He played Will Graham. <laughs> Wayne Graham. He played Wayne Graham in Butterfly Effect. He played, Wayne, he played himself. Uh, Wayne Graham as himself. Does yeah. that come up in the credits? Yeah. Uh, he was in the... Odd, yeah, Big Fish. Big Fish, amazing. So you've, you've rattled off the Butterfly Effect. Unbelievably niche. And, you've, and then you've given me like a Tim Burton film from so fucking long ago. No one remembers who's in that. Um, he sounds like he's got a huge part to play in the film. Mm. And I think audiences are going to be enjoying... You're going to enjoy being introduced to such a flamboyant, exuberant, like sort of in your big, face sort of big character. Guy. Big, massive guy. What's, yeah. m- what's Mickey's drive? Is he the sort of, he's the matchmaker, I'm guessing. He's the sort of Frank Warren. He's um, your Eddie Hearn. Eddie, Eddie Hearn. Your real bastard type. Yeah? Yeah. D- does, does he come across in the film anymore? Does he Does he have an extra edge? He, he yeah. perhaps a villain? He's not a villain. <laughs> Although you'd be right in saying you think that. Don't want to give a twist away, but there's a twist. There is a twist. There's a twist. Go on. What, what, what's happening? He might be more involved than you think. I love that. It's something I had an inkling of because Eddie Hearn's a piece of shit. He is. You can tell he is. We all we all think that. And you can tell he's you know he's a bad guy under the skin. Oh, but, evil. Um, I think from Mickey that character I definitely got that, and it was nicely written, and I just thought that's nailed Eddie Hearn. And you just feel like that's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a real nasty piece of work. Yeah, I, I he's hope gonna he do gets, something bad. Yeah, and I hope he gets his comeuppance. I mean, amazing. Want to say thank you again, Phil, for reading me Firepower. That was Firepower. Firepower. Um, and it looks like we've 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 come to the end of Burn After Reading. Those scripts are going on the fire, never to be read again. <laughs> Listen to that. Oh, if, if you've it's done burning, the bloody, it's burning brightly. He's done the bloody Ooh, sound effect again. La, 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 um, that was Burn After Reading. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been Robin Hill. Uh, I've been uh, Philip Leakos Corbett. And uh, This has been the Chapel Bar. This has been the Chapel Bar. Who we have to say thank you so much for laying us in here on such short notice. Yeah. Um, 
They've been a, a bunch We wrote the script today. We got the venue today. We've done it all today. It's, it's all, all in one day. Come to the champagne room. Nice Guinness. Um, what, what was your name? William. 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 Say hi to William. <laughs> um, give him a hat and shake and just say, I've never listened to the show. <laughs> and that'll be very confusing. You've all been great. So long. Cheers. Cheers.